0: Welcome back to another episode of Walking Clouds with a Z. It's your boy RJ, what's up? How are you guys doing? Um, today I would like to introduce a very special guest. He is a very good friend of mine. Honestly, since I was like at Starbucks, that's how long it's been since I've known him, which that was like 2014. But um it is Damn, Eddie hasn't been that long. Yes, dude. No. That's when I started and you Damn. started coming but eddie Escobeto, how are you doing today eddie
1: i'm doing great man i'm doing
0: really good and yourself i'm chilling you guys i just got like a hair trim from him because it's been like a year since i've gotten my hair trim and uh i don't know like <coughs> it's uh it was much needed yep uh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm glad i got it because now i look way sharper Alright, you guys, so as usual, I like to go over history with people that I've known. So, I started at Starbucks in 2014, and then, long and behold, Eddie came along. But, I'll have him like, tell like his little side of the story, you know? He would come up and order a green tea, ice green tea, venti, with an uh, venti ice water as well, but you don't want any sugar in your green tea.
1: <laughs>
0: Legitimately, that's all he ordered you guys some days he would just come in because he was doing what he was doing and then he, i would be like yo eddie do you want a water <laughs> and he's like okay sure why not? you know what made you like start going to starbucks so much because i saw you i saw you there a lot man yeah. yeah i was going there frequently i
1: was going to different ones frequently really um but honestly it, it was just an attempt to uh get myself out of like a shell really um at the time I didn't know that you know but all I knew is that um I came across you know some business endeavors and I just it required me to really just get out of my comfort zone and really get out of my like I mentioned that shell and so I think that was a way for me to just I guess it was a start I did not know where to start you know like I don't know how you just start like getting out of your shell and I think that was my first step so I started going to Starbucks I was like where can I go and like I could read and drink and maybe have a conversation with somebody like
0: just get out the zone you know Uh, and I, i didn't play when i started seeing people that would come often 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 i would talk to them i would start building that building that relationship building that relationship between us because to me human connection is like the best thing in the world because you meet people they all have stories they come from a different background so why not learn someone else's history learn something like that's, to me, I love knowledge. I really, 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 really love knowledge. Especially people's, like, back history, you guys. I, I agree with
1: that. Because you, when you create those types of relationships, like... You never know, like, a lot. A lot are, like... It's almost like they're meant to come across into your life. It's just... It's just people part of your journey.
0: So, later after... Like, all the time... I've... Since... He went there a lot. I saw him there a lot, but when I decided to leave Starbucks and go to the casino, that's when I didn't, like, actually see him as much, and that's when he became my barber. We were cutting hair in his backyard. It was, like, <laughs> super cool. Like, to me, that's that's a really fond memory. It was just sitting in the backyard, and it's, like, a nice breezy day. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, I remember that. Because you were, what were you doing again? What was, um, not, because you weren't, um, cutting, you weren't cutting hair.
1: No, so I was working at the Win.
0: I was doing, I was at a dry cleaners in there. Why did I think you were at the MGM? I don't know. What the heck? <laughs> he would always talk about how the Win wasn't, that job right there, that job position wasn't, it wasn't for him. So then I'm like, okay, cool, man. What do you want to do? And he was he was really passionate about cutting hair. I'm like, dude, just go for it. Stop. Like, what were like the what was what made you take that leap to become a barber? I think
1: it was just more about. I guess the way that I can go about life if I had that job, like that career. Because with barbering, I mean, you kind of you get to control your time and money. And I always knew that I I wanted to be able to do that. And I didn't really want a boss that would like that would have to like micromanage me and like tell me things to do like that's just not me and because I you know and cutting hair was something cool like I was in high school when I first started and so it was something cool to do and then after doing it I was like man like this is actually really cool and um and I was just so I think I was really driven by the fact that I can become better you know I I think um for me I've really shifted my focus on on more of like learning to really enjoy the process, and I think that that has been lately helping me understand that that drives me a lot. Like learning, like learning learning something that you really, really want to do, like the ins and outs of it, and um, so I realized I'm like, man, like why don't I just? I think I would be a lot more happier in life if I if I went out and did that.
0: Finally, take that leap. Yeah,
1: because you know after going to work, like you, it feels repetitive. Yes. You know, like it feels repetitive, and it's the same you sh- thing you're just doing and over, going and and going. over and over and over again. And like, and don't get me wrong, like jobs are great. I believe jobs are great, and you know, there's there's jobs that people love, you know, and they they do them like wholeheartedly. And I and you know, I respect that. Um, but I definitely had a different view of how I wanted to personally live, especially when it came to what do what do I do for money, because. I don't know. I that's my mindset on that is that I believe I want to live the life that I want, not based upon what I do for a living, but more so like how how am I living because of the things that I've done? Mm -hmm. You know,
0: because you were you're also one to like plan for your future. Like you were always talking about you're (laughs) gonna provide for your family one day when you're gonna have it. You're gonna have kids, and like to me, you guys, I'm like, damn. He's thinking about kids already. I'm, like, over <laughs> here trying to think about what am I going to do next? <laughs> so, at the same time, like, he's grown so much from when he first started. So, he are, his mindset's always been focused to providing, providing for whoever he has. Because he is also, you guys, also, he has a child and he got married what? Like, okay, I see you out here doing your thing. You actually have your family now. You have a daughter. She's almost one. She's she's six and a half months. She'll be seven here soon. No, and then she's gonna be up walking and then talking back and I know. just trying to have whole conversations of questionnairing.
1: It's so hard because I can't. Like I'm excited, but I I can't I can't I can't picture that. Like I can't. I see her so little, uh, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. She's like, still a baby. Yeah, she's like, that's, that's my baby, man. That's, that's scary thinking of how she would be growing up, you know?
0: What was it like, because um, she was technically born during COVID. Yeah. How was, what was that like?
1: Um, it honestly, it was, like, weird. It was hard, just because, you know, I had to see my wife go through that pregnancy, like, stuck in a stuck in our apartment because
0: mm.
1: of the pandemic you know like it was it just sucked and then you know at the beginning it was like all this fear of like what this thing is and was like the potential of like the harm it has against people and everything that's going on so it was just scary and, and but also like after a while you know just being stuck in the same room all the time every single day like that that can get to your head
0: I mean cause technically you guys Because you got, how how did, did COVID affect you?
1: Yeah, well, I, the shop got shut down and.
0: For how many months?
1: uh, I believe it was like two and a half months, maybe three months. So I was out of work for that long. How was that? That was terrible, man. It sucked. Financially just like stopped. Like it was definitely a reality check on that part. And all that dang government help, you know, I wasn't able to get any. And then by the time that I was would, was able to... Uh, they already had the program for self-employed. You know? Mm. And then... Uh, I've seeked that out. And still waiting on responses on that. So... We'll see how that goes. But... It was... Yeah. It was sucked, man. The years... I guess in that sense, just because I think my standpoint is like... Like you were mentioning, like a provider. A father. Like... I'm in that position now and you know i I love my daughter, I love my wife, and I wanna make sure that they 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 have every need met you know um so yeah that's it was tough it was a, it was a tough year and and tough year and it was weird just 'cause we were stuck in that room, like that apartment mm-hmm. when like when just like months ago everyone was out <laughs> hanging out, you yeah. know going places like you you weren't worried about being you know not six feet apart or you weren't yeah. worried about wearing a mask so go to go from that to that man you know having my wife being pregnant and um then having our daughter in july and then going through that with like the hospital and yeah it was it was different man at least from the stories that i would hear from like my friends and people that have half kids
0: or even like our birthdays dude our birthdays are in march you guys so yeah my i i got covid hit like that was the week that it was my birthday and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> okay sure i'll go i guess at home <laughs> i gardened yeah I did a little meditating <laughs> <laughs> i learned a lot about myself about things that you're capable of doing more, of, like, pushing your boundaries, pushing yeah. your limits. Because, like you said, even, for me, I was stuck in the house with my sister, um, which, at the time, she was 18. And then, oh, we had we had my nephews over all the time, which is not a bad thing at all. Like, yeah. we had some bomb times. Like, I taught my nephew how to do yoga. <laughs> we, like, in the mornings, I would just go and do yoga outside. And one day, he comes by, like, the little the little glass he's like uncle rj i'm like yes jackson he's like uh what are you doing <laughs> i'm like i'm doing yoga he's like well can i do that i was like yeah sure let's do it and he's like wow these are kind of like spider-man poses he's spider-man okay so i'm not gonna tell him that he's not spider-man he's only four come on yeah how can you tell and he's so cute he's like i'm spider-man and when he does something he's like well spider-man told me to do it this way <laughs> oh, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Spider-Man is talking to Uncle RJ. Oh, you trying to get a little Spidey with me. Cool. <laughs> but, like, it gets to you after a little while because you've seen nothing. Like, because I got, I got quarantine quarantined for, like, five, six months.
1: Yeah.
0: I was from, like, the April until they opened up the bars again. All well, restaurants. Yeah. To, like, what, the end of July. And then... It's I don't know It was fun It was cool It was really It was a good bond It made me and my sister's relationship Like super Like way more stronger Like That's good And I think that's what Kind of happened with Like you and your wife
1: Yeah see that That's really Like I think that's what I love The most about it You know Like We really We got to know one another And I've always believed in that I'm like You don't You don't get to know You don't know somebody Until you live with them (laughs) yeah like because that that right there's a whole nother level and so we man it just made us so much it just got us so much closer and i loved it and i always tell her even to today i'm like yo like i really wish we were back in quarantine and I'm like, i can imagine having rain with us you know like during nice. quarantine like it's just the best time and see i think that's what really motivates me now man to continue to you know pursue bigger things that are gonna help help me do bigger things you know for my family it's them too you know and the fact that i enjoyed all that time being with my wife at home like it sucked just because like like i mentioned you know it was like we're just stuck and we wanted to do things we wanted to go out and do things um but you know obviously we couldn't but it just brought us so much closer and it just gets me so excited for life because i'm like yo like man when you know like it's not always going to be this way, you know, and, and I know I'll be able to have that. Opp- we're going to have that opportunity to, t- to really have that lifestyle of spending time together and doing things together, experiencing life together, you know, without things getting in the way, whether it's financially or anything else.
0: So what would you say is the most rewarding things about being being a dad, dude, like first time parent? What, what?
1: Oh, man like the most rewarding.
0: Mhm. What are some of your top 3?
1: Man, I think the one thing I think the one of the things is like just a different perspective it gives me. It's like it's different, you know, like I have I have you know a baby that, you know, needs my attention 100% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's not as easy as I thought it was. But it's it's I don't know it's it's helped me have more of a capacity for things and to grow, and it just gives me a different perspective. And I think I really enjoy life a lot more, knowing that like I have I have a baby. Like I've always wanted kids, you know. Like yes, and I've always talked about it. And now that I have my own daughter and I have my wife, like because I truly believe those are the things. Those are the things that's really gonna make life worth it. I, th- I believe. Is those relationships you know and and if if I continue to water those those relationships and, and grow with them and I think whatever happens in life really it's just not gonna it's not gonna make such a huge impact in our lives because we know we have the people around us that we love it's just different it's being a father to me is just I can't really explain it but going home and when I see my daughter and she like gets excited now by seeing me like Dude, like that's that's different, man.
0: That's your child. Yeah. That's my baby. <laughs>
1: man, and it, it's so exciting for me. I, I love it. I think so. The perspective, you know, and I think, and then along with that is like, not now that I have my daughter. I, honestly, I think a lot about like my parents, so so much, man. And it takes me to a place where it's just I, I just want to let them know like how much I love them because now I see. All the things, like, in my past, I'm like, man, like, all the things they've done for me. The struggle that they went through while trying to provide for us, you know, like...
0: Taking care of our little badasses. Yeah, like, you, <laughs> I you, I
1: don't know, it's just different now. Like, I really think about that stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yo, like, I get it.
0: I feel like you cherish it even more yeah. with your parents now. Like, you've always been the one to provide back to your mom and dad. Like, even at Starbucks, you guys, you would we would have a sit down, we'd meet up at Starbucks <laughs> some days and just talk about life, like just talk and talk and talk. And it was such a cool little like vent session in a way because I've built it started from like 2014 and then now we've gone we've grown so much each other from each other and I've learned things and when he talks about giving back to his parents and making sure that they have the nice things that makes me that made me wanna like make sure I start doing right with my parents and give back and just like show them that I appreciate them, love them, like I cherish them. Like those mm-hmm. those are my parents. They brought me they brought me into this wonderful <laughs> <laughs> new day okay. Every day is a new day world. And that's it's been it's been a journey, let's say the most. Twenty five years. Almost <laughs> twenty six. What the heck? But I think that's like that's definitely one thing i give you kudos to is like always cherishing like your parents for sure like you go man that's what i'm talking about
1: thank you thank
0: you and i like how you're trying to like you have two beautiful flowers right now and you are going to water these flowers and just keep watching them grow and grow Mm -hmm. and grow like you want that which i feel like most parents would it would be nice if They both want to grow and they both want to see each other succeed because you're you're you are your wife's biggest motivator. When you talk about her, you are like just going and going. I'm like, damn, okay. (laughs) I want I need a guy like Eddie because, no, I need someone motivating me. Like, even though I motivate myself, but he is that hype man. He is the one that will push you. He's very stern on his word and he will remind you. At one point, when he started going to the gym, I was like, oh, huh, huh. okay, I can go to the gym, too, because he started motivating me to lose weight and keep going, and then he just kept trying to like have me come with him. I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm about to die if I go to the gym with Eddie. He's trying to like deadlift. What? No. I have a video of him dead, uh, deadlifting, but me... I could never. I will though in the future. Just because, like, seeing him, like, this is that was like our thing. Like, that I, I've i always wanted to have that friend to go to the gym with, but then I'm like, oh, great. I don't have anyone to go with. And I kind of want, like, a, a dude friend to go because I've always had, like, female ones, which is nothing bad. But, like, sometimes, I don't know. I, I want to feel like, I don't know, I'm one of the boys. Like, let's, oh, I'm going out with the boys. But, you know, just. <laughs> chilling and that's like another cool thing about Eddie like Eddie has this personality where he doesn't like really he's not gonna judge you like he will never ever judge you he's a listener and he wants to know he's sort of like me he wants to know like your history in a way and build that connection I would like to say I don't know how you would view yourself (laughs) but that's how my my perspective at least thank you I appreciate that Ain't no worries, man.
1: Yeah, I think we always have a different, uh, different view of ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's me, man. Like, I've been digging into a lot, man, and a lot of more of like a paradigm shift. Like, like I was saying, my foundation has been shaken. Like, I needed to really dive deep into like my philosophy of life and like change it and really adjust some things, just because just learning man like learning you know it's it's i guess learning on how to succeed in things that drive that like i don't know there's there's the truth is everywhere but the truth is is limited to what you how you perceive life you know like certain things are 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 true to you and certain things are true to me and i realized like it's all really just based upon how you want to live your life and the way you want to live your life like then you have to really adjust yourself to to believing in that because i believe that whatever you whatever energy whether it's mental most of the time but whatever energy men, mental energy you put into like i believe that comes to manifestation in the physical world i truly truly believe that and i have operated that way in my life and i can honestly say that it's really all happened
0: you were a big philosopher if like Looking back now, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, like he he had me thinking, you guys. Like, and normally people can't get in my head. No one except for my mom and my dad, they can get in my head. But then you know, like Eddie, like he he he's a detective in my head. He's trying to like find out and plant little things in there, to talk and get me thinking, feeling like I'm going down a spiral case <laughs> staircase and stuff. Like, no but it's good. It's a good, it's like a a brain workout. So I never like really asked you, but what is it that you have so much passion for cutting hair? Because I personally, I could try, but I I would be too afraid of like messing up someone's hair. And like that's once you cut it, you have to wait till you grow it back. (laughs) Someone's reactions. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, what i really like about it is just like it's it's like an art you know like i always loved art but i specifically like drawing but i could never draw mm-hmm. like i suck i'm terrible at drawing and i think with cutting hair just gave me an opportunity to express that part of me like you know like i'm I putting it's like putting putting an art project out almost you know where you're 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 cutting someone's hair, and anybody can cut hair, but I think there's definitely a skill set level to to doing it. And I'm not saying I'm the best, but I definitely do think that I do pretty well. And yeah, I do and, really good. and I love how there's there's it's just like the little things, man. Like being able to blend a nice fading, or mm-hmm. even or even like keeping it simple with a simple haircut that's not a a complete like fade where you see like from skin to to hair um it's really just that like the ability to show my 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 crea- make my creativity and i mean it's in hair you know it's something that people walk around in and, and you're gonna see it so yeah, it's pretty cool really,
0: like he does a really great job he has like he does amazing like when i used to get my hair like cut cut like on the sides and stuff i was trying to have that little high top you know but he, he he does really he listens to me like he there's been like barbers barbers when I was under what 15 years old all those ones they would never be able to cut my hair to the the way I wanted <laughs> they would listen but then turn around what the heck is on my head no that this is not what I asked so then I would have to wait for my hair to grow back but when I Had When I had Eddie cut my hair, and then, like, the first time he did it, I'm like, ooh, okay. Okay, let me me try again for a second. You know, the second trial, you know? (laughs) Because, you know, the first time, maybe, you know, maybe he got lucky or whatever, right? But then after the second time, I'm like, damn, okay, support your friends, right? Why not? So I just started getting my hair cut. (laughs) And then, so... Actually guys, I didn't get my haircut at his house today. Okay, okay, okay. But he moved to a shop how long ago did that take?
1: Oh, uh, that was two no three almost three years ago now.
0: Three years ago. Yeah, in your backyard. Three years ago. Getting my haircut. But now he's at a shop, you guys like it's, it's sick. It's freaking dope. So how do you handle those get not guests? customers i don't know what you clients clients Clients. clients. your clients your (laughs) clientele? um do when you get those like difficult ones how do you like go about that how do you not like how do you stay calm like eddie's a very calm person you guys super calm laid back not a conflict guy you know he's like world peace type stuff
1: (laughs) um I just try to avoid it. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, yo, like, because some people, yeah, man, it's hard. Like, it's hard. some people are just, I don't know. Some people, they're just wrong, man. They're just wrong. And I have, I just know that it's all a mental thing. It's all psychological. And I think once I accepted that, and I'm like, you know what? This shit's not going to matter tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, why worry about it right now? Like, if someone's acting up... Like, I've had people act up on me. One guy told me I ruined his day. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? You know? And like, I had... It's just crazy how some people can get with hair. And, like, I understand it. Like, you have to go out there into the world looking like that. Like, I get it. But, but damn, like, is there a line, like, between, like, you know, being angry about your haircut to, like, now, like, disrespecting the person, you know? True. So, I think... It's just something that's going to happen, and I think once you accept it, it's going to happen, and you just kind of, like...
0: Just go with it?
1: Just, I, I don't go with it. I, I definitely, like, whatever, I mean, depending on the situation, right? Okay, okay. Um, like, it's so dumb, like, one guy, I don't know, he looked like he wanted to, like, basically just do something, like, fight me, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, are you serious? I'm, like, really, like, over a haircut? Over $25? Like... Is that really what I'm gonna about to do or get into just because you're mad and no, it was a great haircut you know it was a great haircut the guy there was a there was a uh, one of our clients that was just sitting there waiting for his turn and he was like dude like that was a great haircut like, what the hell was wrong so honestly I think that guy was just looking for a free haircut
0: oh, dude. I feel like that must be kind of like a big thing and like the cutting hair and, like the barber industry
1: yeah because it's like you don't like you can literally just act up and like you know the, obviously the barber's like that's a shop you know it's like you're it's a business you can't mm-hmm. you can't just treat it like like it was in like your backyard if it was in my backyard you know I, that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole different story you know like but this is a business man you gotta treat it that way I, at least i do i like i try to do everything in, a, in an honesty sense and i don't know i just also don't i'm like to me what, what's the point like, if it, if we really are just, like, energy flowing and, and creation and physical, like, why give it to that?
0: Yeah, why, why put it into the
1: negativity? Yeah, like, uh, my life's still going to be the same after that's done. <laughs> it's just going to be another experience that... It's
0: going to keep moving
1: on. Yeah, like so, I don't know. I think my, it's just, it, I you know how I go. I go deep into, like, the, the idea behind it as, and as to why. But, yeah, I just, there's no point.
0: I really, I really, I really, 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 really agree. Like, we're energy flowing. So why, like, what's the point of being a negative flowing energy when you could just be happy? Like, you get free serotonin in your brain, and, like, you just feel good. Like you don't want to feel good? Come on, feel good. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, like, I guess, like, our opinion, I guess.
1: Well, I mean... I think it's just crazy because if kind of like I was talking about earlier, the law of relativity, right? And it's funny because I've been thinking about this a lot, RJ. And I think this is where I'm at in life because kind of like I mentioned earlier was before uh, before we started doing this is how I've been really like changing my paradigm, like the way I think, the way I believe, the way I believe of what's what is. Um, and i think the biggest one has been how i see life and how i see the world and how i see society and and cuz i think most people what they want is they want to find a way to fit in right like we 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 try to fit into places which in which we think that the outside world society will you know accept us and and, and in turn we feel accepted but i never thought that way i always knew that there's just more there's more than, than what meets the eye there's more to the physical there, there, there just is the physical the physical only starts when you know you have an idea everything around us is an idea you know if if like the law of relativity states that every that everything that you experience in your life is based upon your beliefs you know and then I kind of went study like the laws of the universe and obviously most people know about the law of attraction right and you, you attract but most people don't realize that you you attract what you are you True. don't you don't attract what you what there you want too. you attract wh- what you are and, and and because you're attracting what you are, most of the time is what you don't want because those are the things you believe in because it's something that it's a belief that, that you've taken as your own from other people around you. And so I've been really trying to shake that in my life. I've been really, really trying to, like, dig into my, to my the, the core of me and, like, shake it and then see what, you know, lay it all out in front and see, like, what's a lie and what's hindering me from moving on, from really creating a lie for my family that they never thought they could have. And so I'm really trying to shake that within myself because I also, like, you know, I want I want my my bloodline to continue and I want, uh, and if that continues, I want my generations to to flourish and, and because of what I did because I changed it you know and and I believe that in, in this world we live in a, in a debt slavery mindset meaning you you grow up to believe what what society tells you is but if I can if I take you back and give you some historical facts then you'll you'll see how this like really everything is society's is all based upon a small group of people's beliefs of how things should be but if they're the ones they believe that that's, that that's how they should be, then we can also create our own beliefs and make those things become real, because it's all it's all a perception of what you believe. Just like I wanted to be a barber, so I did what I needed to do to get there, and now I am that because I believed in that. If I didn't believe in I believed in that, then my my beliefs and intents would have been um, interfering with each other because they they don't align together, and. I think that's why you uh, you know, I was stressed when I was at the win, how I always said that's not that's not where I wanna be. Mm-hmm. That's not where I wanna be because I just didn't believe I belonged there. I believe that uh, my life is more than just, you know, what I believe is chasing the dollar, RJ. You know, I think that's why I I always think differently and like I always try to perceive it differently because it's my life, man. Like like if you like if I knew that we had a second life to life I think I would f- messed up the first one because I knew I would come back a second one.
0: True.
1: You know, but I don't know that. And I believe, you know, there's more after this physical realm here. So I kind of really been trying to dig into myself and say like, look, like, if, if life is really based upon your beliefs because that's how you experience things, and I can give you an ex- uh, a real example that I really want to dig into just to give you a perspective of how society is and how it worked, or I believe how it's come along, and my my facts may be a little off, but um, this is just things that I've come across and read. <clears throat> so I don't know if you knew this, but before we had the dollars, like the dollar bill, we um, it was a gold standard where we bought, sold, and trade with gold, like real gold, and then even before that was like silver, you know? And it wasn't until the Federal Reserve was created and they created the dollar bill. And because it created the dollar bill, you now have a piece of paper that a certain group, a Federal Reserve, make, put value in it and tell you that this is how now we're going to buy, sell, and trade in the currency of, of, of America. So now think about that. The gold comes from, from, from Earth. It holds value, it holds value, and it will until the end of time of this place. It will always hold value, but a dollar bill, that's it's just a paper printed. Yeah. So now, Isn't so now, yeah. So so like you know, follow me here. So now, at the time when they created the Federal Reserve, they printed out um, uh, the dollar, and they told they made everybody in America trade in their gold for for money for dollar bills for twenty dollar bills, right? So now think about this: they take away something that's valuable, and they give you something that they printed out, and they add they added value to it. So now imagine now that around the time that that was then, you you know it would be interesting because it would be a whole currency reset. Yeah. You know, just imagine going through that, right? So now, okay, but here's the thing: where's the true wealth in that? It's the gold, but who who has the gold? is a certain amount, a group of people, right? And because they have the true wealth, now they're the ones who print out the money and exchange it to to go and flow out into our economy. So now think about this, RJ. Why do we go to work? To
0: pay our bills.
1: To pay our bills, to make money. And and to make money, we usually have to work 8 to 10 hours Mm -hmm. a day. And so now now our energy and minds are focused on, on going to these things to be able to get the money. So I believe that, you know, this world and this life, I mean, is you believe in you, you experience what you believe in. And there's ways to that. So now these, these group of people that have the real wealth now give the rest of America a paper. And if you look on the charts in the last hundred years, it's lost almost like 90, like I think, I think, I believe it's like 96% of its value. Can you believe that? No. That we that the dollar has lost ninety six percent of its value over time. And here get this. The gold that was traded in at the time was roughly like thirty million dollars. Now it's worth anywhere between three hundred to six hundred million dollars. So that went up in value while the rest of society is fighting for a piece of paper that someone put value to. But it loses value over time because of inflation and the way the economy happen and grows and works so now so now the way i grew up thinking and this was i don't know why i thought this way this i'm still trying to figure that out to be quite honest with you i don't know why i set myself down this road how old
0: do you think you were when you started thinking this way
1: i think it was right around like the 2008 recession because i just saw my family go through something that it was rough you know from you know, being unstable to to be in a household of six and like six or seven people, I believe it was, on you know welfare and that not being enough. You know, like my dad didn't work and he was the only one who worked. My mom didn't work, so it was just it was just a very hard time. And I saw that and I've always been the speculator. I've always tried to speculate things and and understand why somebody did that and the result they got from it and like why didn't that work? Sounds
0: like me. You know. <laughs> And so, like, let's um, fix it, like, let's, yeah. let's, let's do it, I'm down. Right,
1: and then obviously, you know, now I, we have technology, so you have, like, social media, and, and like, you start to see certain people live certain ways, so I kind of grew up, like, thinking, I'm like, yo, like, why, why is my, what, like, I didn't, not to sound rude or anything, but, like, why is my family struggling, and, like, those people were not. So I really had to question myself, and then, like, I never really knew the answer to then. But, Like growing continue to you know throughout my life and like I realized like all this comes from then the experiences that I had of my parents struggling, the experiences that I had of like <clears throat> the, the struggle my dad had to put himself through to work like work and put his body through all that harm and like you know he and he, he had a small stroke I believe it was a year and a half ago or last year no not last year a year year and a half ago he had a stroke. And so like I always thought to myself I'm like man like am I am I going to be that way like I love my dad and I would want a different ending and a different uh past for him you know mm-hmm. but I'm like why 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 did he go through that you know and then I realized now I realize I'm like man like you know he was just he just he he just knew what he knew you know there was nothing wrong with that that's all he knew what do you mean like, he grew up knowing that, you know, he's, he's from Mexico, and, like, if they moved out to the United States, that they can have an opportunity. And he was a chef. He was a, great, he was a great chef, and he did that for his entire life, but that's all he knew was to work. It was a career path, you know? It was yeah. something he wanted to that's do.
0: Kind of ingrained in his head.
1: Exactly. Like, that's something that he chased, and, like, I, I'm i so happy he did, you know, and I, I pray that that fulfilled his life, you know? But I saw the results of what he went through, like, the struggle and, like, not being able to provide enough or, like, you know, like, um, just going through that, right? And, like, me seeing that as a little kid, as a boy, like, I wanted to do something about that, you know? And so I really just set myself on this, like, path of, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how to get there. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's hard, man, because most of the time what we do in life is we figure out the outside. We try to figure out what the outside can do for us. You know, like we try to chase the career because we think that's going to give us what we really want. True. You know, which most of the time, but here's the thing. This is what ties into the, to the money part is that, you know, a group of people created a society with currency of a dollar, right? So now we all structure our life around it. And that's what we do on a constant basis. If not, somehow we find it hard to enjoy life. Why is that? The problem is I think we continue to look on the outside of like, well, if I get a better job, then I'll make more money. But then then like, and I'll be happier, but then exactly a better place, whatever. But then you realize like that comes with its own financial struggles because most people aren't financially literate. Just because you make more, to them is just another gap to fill. So what they do is they start spending more, so it just becomes a never-ending cycle. So I knew I I understood that growing as a person, digging into psychology, thinking about myself, the way I believe things, the way I see things, the way I perceive things, um, because the way we perceive information is very 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 important, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree on that because sometimes we we are like we're sponges. We like to just soak up anything that's around us yeah. or that we read. But obviously, it's good to know, like, know your reasoning. Exactly. Of like what you're, like, saying in a way, like what you're intaking. Yeah. And finding out more about it and doing the more research, which I feel like sometimes we just don't challenge ourselves in a way. To go to go to that extra extent. I think like, we're kind of just cons- we're very content with. Yeah. Like right, how we are right now.
1: I think to be quite honest with you, I think we're afraid of it because I I feel like I've gone through it because I just, you know, having a daughter, like that was just like complete change. That
0: was like the cherry on top.
1: Yeah, that was like, that was it. Like, I mean, I mean, marrying my, you know, my wife, like I love her and I, you know, like I want the best for her and I want to be able to do the best for her. But, you know, there's only so much I can do for that. The best thing that I can do is work on myself. Cause if I work on myself, then I can provide a better me for her, so that you know I'm there to help her, not there to 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 kind of like hurt her more in the sense of like
0: mm-hmm.
1: doing the wrong Trying thing. Trying to like grow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So growing, and I think that's really what changed in me is like once once we I married her and then we had her, we found out we were pregnant, like it it like subconsciously just put me in this mode of like I need to really really figure out what the hell is wrong and so like i went through a a journey man like 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 when i say a journey like kind of like a journey where like i had to re re restructure myself because like i mentioned most people always try to look on the outside of what can i fix on the outside Because why? Because that's our that's our environment. And our environment is very very important, and I believe it's it's important to put ourselves in in a good environment. So that's gonna allow us to grow. Just like a seed, you have to plant in the right you have to plant in the right soil for it to grow. Because if you don't plant in if you plant it in dirt, I mean, come on, like (laughs) 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 you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time seeing something. Long time growing. And so I believe that when when you're in a good environment, the best thing to do is work on yourself. Because then you start to realize what really is hindering you. You know, just like with me, like I, um, I started really learning how to trade, like in the stock market and, and other markets, right? And I kept failing and failing and failing and failing and failing and failing. And in between that, there were successes. I've had, I've had good, you know, good results. But like I, I, I was like, what? Well, what's why? Why do ninety to ninety five percent of people who try this? quit after a year or two years why do they fail Mm -hmm. you know so i had to really dig in and honestly i realized like it's me because when it comes to these to this to to that type of like career and to do something with that right i learned that um i'm literally limited to my own success because and and it has to do a lot with my beliefs it's the beliefs that i portray on something that's not even happening because of the my false beliefs so instead of receiving information and making decisions based upon that I was making decisions based upon my past beliefs that were holding me back or beliefs that were holding me back that were created in the past that you know just obviously just and it was painful certain things that happen to you like it gets engraved in your subconscious I believe and and that's a different type of energy you know your memories carry certain energy so when if if you have a bad experience ten years later you can replay that memory and it's gonna give you bad energy it's gonna give you those memories that that feeling you know it's gonna you're gonna partly smell what you smelled at the time when you felt bad but then also a good memory a good memories if you replay them in your head they they have good energy and charged into it so that's where you start to feel good when you start to 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 receive those memories
0: it's like activating a core memory I feel as if that we're unlocking something from the past but i think it's also like good to cover up the bad memories in a way and replace them with the good ones
1: yeah i mean you have i think for that that takes a lot of work mental work and it's hard man like i've gone through this and it's it's hard dude like sometimes i'm just like blank because i'm trying to like assort things in my own head you know and but i'm doing this for a reason like i'm doing this because i think that When we work on ourselves, when we work on the things that we're afraid to to face, that's where we really build ourselves. The idea, I think, for our life is to build our character because then that way, you know, who we become, now we're experiencing the world differently. Just like a video game character. Right you playing like if you play a video game character and you can buy stuff for the character, you can make that character because better. Of, yeah, you change can change the character's outfit. Everything like you can buy them all these things and it becomes better and all of a sudden like it be- could become the best character you use and all this like well that's the same thing with us. You know, we have to work on ourselves and I and I've been trying to do that a lot lately because like I mentioned, you know, I have a family now and I really love them and I want them to live I want us to live a certain life that I just believe most not saying that they can't have but don't get to live mm-hmm. and and I knew that that is very possible, and nothing can stop me for that besides myself, especially when it comes to like trading, especially specifically day trading like no one can really tell you what when to get in and a trade or when to get out it's literally all a perception of what you know and the beliefs you have, you know and Uh, When I when I came to the realization that I am really limited to my own success, I knew that there was things that I had to work on. I knew that there was things that I had to really change about myself. I knew there was things uh, this certain beliefs about life that I had to change if I really, really wanted my life to change.
0: So like what would be like for advice for like people that may be struggling Or going through that time. What what is something. That you would. Tell yourself. Like obviously you've been through it. You went through it. But then. What would you tell them. To like help motivate. Or. Like. What's your advice. Um.
1: I think it really starts with like the belief. Um. It's very hard to believe in something that. You don't see. Um. But. I think kind of going into the... What I was talking about, like your stored memories. Um, there's different types of energies in this world. And there's physical. And then there's energy like microwaves, like the electricity. And I think our minds are like that. And kind of like I said earlier to, in this podcast was how... The way we experience life is truly based upon our, our beliefs and experiences. And usually most of the time our beliefs become our life because we attract what we are so when when so somebody that's going through it someone that wants to change their life you know and and do better do more become more you know be able to to have a better life internally you know mentally um i think it starts there it's really you know starting to believe that your life you have beliefs in you that that can really come true you know, kind of like the whole cliche, like follow your dreams, you know, and all that. It's real, like it's real, but you have to work on yourself. You have to, you have to shed like these layers of, of like filters in your mind because, well, I think we, as we grow up, we take other people's beliefs as our own.
0: You have to like be stern with it. Like you, really need to dream about it. Yeah, for sure. It, look at yourself in there
1: and it's hard man it's very hard when when you go through you know let's say i mean i'm 25 i'm 25 so it's hard when you go through like 23 24 years of life mm-hmm. and like you know you realize that you're you just you are you are a product of the product meaning like you are a product of the environment that you're in so like my family like i love my family you know i love them they're not bad people at all but there's, they just obviously don't have the lifestyle that I want to live, you know. Mm-hmm. And I realize, like, it's just within ourselves, you know. It's within ourselves. And if you change your perspective of how you can live life and how you perceive the world, you know, it's, it's, more, it's more things happen more to help you. To help you understand, to learn something. <clears throat> and once you learn, like, there's, it's weird because I can't explain it as much. Because when you're going through it, you're trying to figure certain things out. When you realize it yourself, you look in the mirror and you you realize it's you. It's you because of the way you perceive things. So think about it this way. The best example that I can ever give you is my daughter, Rain. If I were to raise Rain, man, just think about this. If I were to raise Rain, believing that the only cookie in this world was an Oreo cookie, and somehow I got her to not go into a grocery store with us or the cookie aisle, just imagine that, right? I, I teach her that. And let's say finally one day she's like twenty two years old, walks into the grocery store. This is crazy, right? It sounds really crazy. Um, but she walks into the grocery store and she goes down the cookie aisle to grab some Oreos, and then she sees all these other cookies. <laughs> True. Can you imagine the <laughs> the, the mind blown. the mind blown that she would go through?
0: Like my parents lied to me. Exactly. There's different cookies. I'll still go with the Oreos though
1: yeah that's
0: me i don't care what
1: anyone says um so like i think that's the perspective i'm trying to say is that when we analyze our beliefs when we analyze our past like we have to come to terms that we have to just accept what happened i think what we take from it and how we act upon it is what really really is important because responsible we think responsibility is more like oh like i have a car payment i have i'm responsible for that Like, no, your responsibility is your ability to respond to something.
0: Oh, I like that. So
1: your ability to respond to the situation. So if something is wrong, then it's your responsibility to figure out what's wrong and change it if you really want the other outcome that you so often seek as people.
0: I like how you say your responsibility is the way that you respond to something. Only because, to me... I hate paying my car bill I hate my car payment it's my responsibility my dad always tells me that my mom she uses responsibility as like definitely the biggest word is the responsibility and I like that because you're gonna be able to grow you're gonna be able to watch your daughter grow up but you're gonna also teach her that because I think we end up forgetting that we need to watch how we respond to things it's not okay
1: and then, yeah, one, like, one quick thing about that with, like, my daughter, man, and I think I have to really, I really want to say this, is just, with my daughter, too, like, I've, I really want to to teach her, or I show her that she's important and that she's loved and she accepted, because I think in this world, what we, we, we often are missing is father power i think that is the biggest oh, yeah. thing we lack in this world if we had more father power and we, we had more great marriages i think we would set a lot better examples and i think life would be uh, a little more directed in a better path for for the for the future and so i really want to be able just to to empower my daughter i want to empower my wife because um, they they are my life and they are important i think that's the biggest thing is just you know the lack of father power, a lot. You know if you think about it, man, a lot of these women out here they got you know daddy issues, and
0: there is a lot. It's a
1: lot, and it's sad. It's really, really sad, and I think it stems from that. Is you know so I, it's really important for me to, um, to continue to grow, to think the way that I think, to continue to challenge the way that I think, so that if I'm not receiving a certain outcome, there's there's definitely a tweak to it because I need to show her, I need to show her that that she is valued, that she has value, that she no matter what someone in this world says to her, like it's not true. And and especially to degrade her as as a woman, you know, when she grows up and as a person, because she does matter. And I know she's gonna make a difference.
0: Ooh she's mm, she's gonna be coming at everyone like her like her daddy, a philosopher. <laughs> pretty pretty much. So then I, I have to always ask a question because, you know, I'm full of questions. But, what superpower would you have then? If you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have?
1: Man. Yeah, a good one, huh? Yeah, because I've always, I've, I've been asked that before and I could never answer it. Um, and I think I came up with it one day and I'm trying to really think about this. And, um, I, th- I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the superpower that I would have is like, like Doctor Strange, from Marvel. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Have you seen that movie at all?
0: I think I did. He wears a robe, right? Yeah. Not a robe, but like a cape. Yeah,
1: yeah. That dude. He's the...
0: actually pretty. Okay, that is pretty cool. I didn't think about him.
1: Um, just because like I'm, I'm a big fan of like, like what we can do as people, more mm-hmm. so of, like the spiritual sense. And I think that that would be dope. That Wouldn't that be cool? Like, to be able to shapeshift stuff. I and mean, go places. Go places, like, shape, shapeshift time. You like, cool,
0: like cape. And you can yeah. Fly. That'd be sick. I'd just be storm, dude. <laughs> I want to control the weather. I want to fuck shit up. If I'm on a rainy day, I'm going to get me a rainy day.
1: Yeah, I'd go to the dark side of the moon and see what's really there. <laughs> 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 Out, of wow. the <laughs> Out of all the places. Out uh. of all the places. No.
0: Yeah, they could just go see if Pluto still exists. You know, everyone says it's not a planet, but I think it's a planet. They can prove them <laughs> wrong. It's not a star. Really? But Eddie, it was Eddie it was really amazing having you on my podcast. I've been pushing it off for so long. When I first started my podcast, because I let fear get the head of me, which you know. Sometimes you really got to just tell fear it's it's time to move out. You're not paying rent. Like, I'm going to keep saying this and saying that and saying that. You don't pay rent in my head. Get out. Tell fear to get out. Tell anything that's holding you back to get out because it's not acceptable. Like, come on. What? Also, Eddie, thank you for being a really fantastic barber and cutting my hair like an OG since the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> thank or
1: something you. Something
0: like that. Who knows? Okay, you guys. If y'all need a little, you know, a little touch-up, a little razor here and there, a little buzz cut, for reals, for reals, like, check out, check out, check out my friends' Instagram and also on BookSki. I actually have them, tell them, if you want to tell them your, your, uh, IG and BookSki.
1: Yeah, so, my Instagram is, uh, Cut M-O-B-B-N-C-U-T, and, yeah, you can... You know, I have my haircuts on there and see my work. And then you'll, you'll also find the link to Booksy there. Uh, it's bar at Barber Eddie. And you can also set up an appointment through there. You know, schedule any time. Um, and it's Eddie with a Y. So
0: Changing it up. No I-E. No double <laughs> E. Only double D and a Y and an E. Put that together. I'm just kidding, you guys. Like <laughs> always, stay groovy. Like a smoothie.